0: This is a Hot Pie Original. Hi, Jen. Nice to have you here today. Now, you were in my business coaching classes, and you have a challenge around time and your business and managing both.
1: Tell us your story. Well, I recently started my own business, and I'm working from home, and a few things have been happening. It's I, I just never get any time to do my work done. I have two children, a husband, a lot of things going on, and I never get time for my work. And then when I do get time for my work, it's I put things off. I do the dishes or do the laundry, and I procrastinate. I'm frustrated, and I need help managing my family and my business.
0: Oh, I understand. That is a frequent complaint. Jennifer's challenge strikes a chord with all of us. Let's talk about some fundamentals of managing your time so that you achieve your goals with a minimum of stress. Time is like money. You can spend it, save it, throw it away, or plan for its use and make it work for you. First, let's talk about a definition of time. Time is the occurrence of events. Time management is the way we manage those events or let them manage us. The biggest thief of time is procrastination. Procrastination is the Scarlet O'Hara syndrome. You remember Scarlett? She kept saying, I'll think about it tomorrow at Tara. She put off till tomorrow what she could do today. That is the definition of procrastination. We all suffer from some tendencies to procrastinate. Here are some psychological reasons why we do it. Number one, the cause of procrastination. The job is too big. I have to clean the whole house in an hour. We exhaust ourselves just thinking about it, so we don't do it. Number two, we don't want to do it, but we can't say no. Think of a 10-year-old cleaning their room. They drag their feet. It takes hours to do one single thing. Many of us can't say no. So we say yes to requests we don't want to do, and then procrastinate doing them. Number three cause of procrastination, fear of failure. We're afraid we won't complete it, so we don't start. We don't want to start because we don't want to feel criticized. How many times have we all started a project, a diet, tennis lessons, picking up the phone to call our customers, and then stopped. When we didn't finish, we criticized ourselves and called ourselves bad names. Here's my story about procrastination. When I was writing my first book, You Deserve the Best, I had three hours every Friday to write my book. That was the time I'd set aside. I had a full clinical practice. I had a family. I had all the demands of life, so I only had those three hours. I would start at 9 and end at twelve. Nine o'clock came, and I was uh, getting ready to work, and I would go to my office, and as I walked to my office, I would notice that my shoes were out of alignment in my closet. Well, you know, it only takes a minute to put your shoes back in line, and then the phone would ring, and I'd answer the phone, and then I would notice the dog had to go out. So I'd let him out. And then I'd get a little hungry. You know, you got to have brain food to, to think. So I would go to the kitchen and make myself some, another snack, get a little coffee. Phone would ring again. And then I would notice that I hadn't done the dishes from last night. So I'd just take a minute and do those. It is now 10.15. I haven't been eating bonbons. I haven't been watching TV. I've been, quote, working but I haven't written a single word. That is procrastination. Everything I did was more preferred than doing the task I needed to do. Now, the antidote for procrastination is created by a psychologist named Premack. Premack studied all of us who procrastinate, and he found out what we do is gorge on more preferred tasks thus avoiding the lesser preferred task, which is what we should be doing. All of the tasks that I was doing, the coffee, the shoes, the dishes, were more preferred than sitting down and writing. So once I understood pre-max theory, I created another reality. Here it was. I started at 9 o'clock on a Friday, and for 30 minutes I wrote on my book. I sat there and wrote time after time, line after line. I got it down on paper. And at 30 minutes, I would then reward myself with one of those tasks that I felt so compelled to do. And I found out a very interesting thing. Cleaning my uh, closet or doing the dishes was not what I wanted to do when I was rewarding myself. Those were ways of avoiding what I knew I needed to do which was to write. Once I started using Premac, my book was finished in about a year. Up until that time, it taken me four and a half years of struggle and suffering not to get it done. Use Premac. 20 minutes on task, 10 minutes of reward. 20 minutes doing the most important thing you need to do and then reward yourself with a cup of coffee, call to a friend, but only for 10 minutes. And what you're going to find is that you get through your procrastination issues. Here's another time management strategy. Dejunk your life. Chaos in your environment creates confusion. So all of you outgoing, other directed people will have to deal with chaos in your paperwork. The issue for all of us is that we need to follow the golden rule of paperwork. Handle it once. With every piece of paper, either file it in a hold file, that's number one, or number two, a respond file, or number three, place it in a specific file that it relates to, or number four, the round file called the wastebasket. Handle your paperwork once. If you clean your desk, and your house, and your closet, you'll enjoy a feeling of clarity. It's like you've lost weight. It's an amazingly wonderful feeling. We feel the paper is so important, but usually it isn't. Let me give you an example. A secretary took home some extra paperwork, three weeks' worth of correspondence that she needed to catch up on. She put it in a brown paper bag, and she put it on her counter as she walked in her home. Now this was the day that her husband was taking out the garbage. He saw the brown paper bag, thinking it was garbage. He threw it out with all the other garbage. Three weeks worth of paperwork and correspondence. She was mortified. She thought she'd be fired. She thought her boss would scream at her. But after several weeks, she found that only two letters came inquiring why she hadn't responded, and one request for a new check. She was amazed at how little a difference it really meant. All that paper wasn't necessary. She learned the 80 20 rule 80% of value comes from 20% of the work. Of the 10 things you and I need to do, 80% of the value comes from only doing two of them another story about dejunking your life i was giving a seminar and i wanted to test who had the junkiest thing in their purse or briefcase so i asked people go in your purse go in your briefcase and pull out the thing that has been in there and is the junkiest that you don't need and one woman pulled out a pampers Now, all of us know, if you have young children, this is probably a really good thing to have. She explained to us that her youngest son was 17 years old. So this was a piece of junk in her purse. (laughs) So we can get rid of the extras. We can let go of the junk in our lives. Another time management strategy is, what can you not do? We all have multiple demands on us. To do that, to handle all those demands, we need to use the four Ds. Here they are. Number one, can I drop it? Number two, can I delay it? Number three, can I delegate it? Or number four, if the answer is no to all the above, then I have to do it. Let me give you an example. I was going on a business trip. I was at my office, and I needed a specific dress that I wanted to take. And I remembered that I had not packed it. It was at my home. So I was running the four Ds in my mind. I was thinking, can I drop it? Can I just not have that dress? But it was a very specific dress for a very special occasion. It was going to happen on that trip. So I decided, no, I can't drop it. Can I delay it? Well, no, I have an airplane I have to catch, and it's either in the bag or not. Can I delegate it? Well, now, this had possibilities. Maybe I could send my husband back to see if he could find it. But I wasn't so sure he'd come up with the right dress or the right shoes to go with it. So I decided, no, I can't delegate it. So I needed to do it. On the way to the airport, I had the taxi stop. I ran upstairs, I got my dress and shoes, and we went to the airport. Now, that's an example of using the four Ds for any project you're thinking of. Once again, can I drop it, delay it, delegate it? If not, I've got to do it. My good friend Peter Thomas, who was the CEO and founder of Century 21 of Canada, told me a great story about managing his time. Peter serves on my advisory board, and he gives me great advice His time management tip was this. He has a plaque on his desk, and it says, would JFK do this? Now, the meaning of that is that your time is important. And if you squander it on tasks that are not valuable, you won't have it. You are the CEO of your own company. Would you want to pay yourself for your own time management? Do what's important and let go of the rest. Another time management strategy we wanna talk about is called the Swiss cheese theory. You poke holes in the cheese. You nibble at the task. You do small chunks at a time. Over time, the task is finished, especially big tasks or important ones. Call five or 10 people a day. Make three business appointments a day. Use your time in specific small ways. And think of how many that equals a year. File for 10 minutes. Dust for 10 minutes. You know, one of the interesting things of all these time management theories are some of the stories you read, and some of the newspapers are the funniest and most interesting uh, places to get information. I was uh, in the grocery line, and I was reading the National Enquirer. You know, we all look at it as we're standing there in line. And I read about a man in England who decided to eat a bicycle. It was a big job, so he broke it into bite-sized pieces, a bolt here, a nut there. Of course, that's what he was. And in a year, he'd eaten the whole bicycle. Well, hopefully, this isn't your goal, but 15 minutes a day for your office organizing, for making phone calls, for getting your business focused, can pay off in a very short time. The next time management strategy is the two P's, prioritize and plan. We all know we have to prioritize between many different tasks, but how do we do that? Here's a story of the $25,000 answer. A time management consultant was hired by Schwab Pharmaceuticals to review all the top managers' effectiveness. The consultant came back and told them just one thing. Write down three goals for the day. Prioritize them as A, B, or C, and do the A's first. The Schwab chief executive said, Well, that's pretty simple. Uh, what do we owe you for this? The consultant usually charged $50 an hour. He told the executive to live with his plan for several weeks and then send him a check for what it was worth. Several weeks later, Schwab had saved so much money and made so much money, they sent him a check for $25,000. Be nice to get that check, wouldn't it? Decide on the A, B, and C goals per day. A's are vital, B's are important, and C's are necessary. And do the A's first. And as you do that, remember the 80-20 rule. This is one of the most helpful rules when you are overwhelmed, as all of us get when we're stressed. Don't do the C's. Many of us hesitate to let go of the C's. We worry and feel guilty if we don't do everything. The 80-20 rule says if all items are arranged in order of value, 80% of the value would come from only 20% of the items, while the remaining 20 percent of the value would come from 80 percent of the items. Eighty twenty suggests that on a list of 10 items, doing two of them will yield most of the value, 80 percent. Find these two, label them your A goals, and do them first. Then declare victory and leave the rest alone. Priorities are a result of concentration of power. It's the ability to focus upon the most vital priority. You need to develop a scotoma. Now, that's a narrowing of the visual field. When you are looking for something that you are very specific about, like a new red dress or a black car, it's interesting how that's all you see out there. Your field of vision narrows. That's what focus is. You narrow the field. It should be the same with your goals. Focus on it at least 10 minutes every day. See it happening. The second P is for planning. Many of us have heard the famous quote from financial planning experts. No one plans to fail. Many fail to plan. Planning can be quick and painless. Ask yourself every morning, What's the number one A goal I need to do today? Then do it first. If you only get to one thing in the day, then make it the best choice. If you can get three goals done, all the better. Planning means bringing the future into the present so you can do something about it right now. Whatever you choose to do today creates your future self. The outcomes of one year from now are being decided in this very moment. Use transition times to plan. In the car, shower, waiting in the dentist's office. Some of my best ideas happen in the shower. The only problem is writing them down. Albert Einstein used to take cat naps with a pen and paper in his hand. When he woke up from his 20-minute nap, He wrote down some of his most brilliant insights into the nature of the universe. Spend 10 minutes at the end of the day on what the most important A goals should be tomorrow. Jot them down, and you can start fresh the next day. You know, research shows most of us waste time in the same way every day. We have our familiar time traps. Maybe it's three hours of TV every night. Maybe it's chatting with your friend endlessly on the phone. Think about it. Where do you waste time? And write down a few places you can retrieve your time. You know, we all get the same amount of time. You can't be good and get more, or bad and get less. Time is the great equalizer. We all get the same amount. The issue is how to protect our time and use it for our own benefit. Most of us work catch-as-catch can and never feel like we achieve anything. Think about your business. How many hours a day are you willing to give to it? Fill in the blank. Now pull out your calendar and schedule them in. 1 to 3 on Wednesday, 7 to 9 Thursday, whenever you decide. Now you have a plan. However many hours you scheduled Be on when you're on and off when you're off. Don't just think about working. That's exhausting. It's like trying to lift your hand. Now, don't lift it, just try hard. That's what thinking about working does it exhausts you and gets nowhere. The key is focus and doing the A goals first. One of my business coaching women has a unique door plaque. When she's working, To create some space from her children, she puts it up. This is what it says. Don't come in unless you are bleeding. That's her boundary. So she can manage chronic children interruptions. Another client who has trouble stopping working has developed this technique. At the end of her day, she backs out of her office. She looks at her desk and says, stay. Now we all need boundaries. We need to be able to work on, project, and to turn it off. We've now heard all the newest information on time management strategies. Let's apply it directly to you. If you and I were sitting here, we'd be chatting about these issues. Let me ask you some of the questions I would ask. What are you procrastinating about? Fill in the blank. I'm procrastinating because. Why are you procrastinating? Is the project too big? Do you not want to do it? Or are you afraid of failure? What do you want to decide about this issue? Do you want to do it? If the answer is yes, what steps can you take to help yourself using pre-max theory? And when will you start? Next question. How are you doing on the other time management strategies? How about dejunking your life? Pick an area of your home, office, or personal life that you need to clear. Think about it. Decide when you're going to start. Next, see yourself using the Swiss cheese theory on this area of your life small bites over time how about your desk and paperwork how's that do you need to start there by dejunking your life then what can you not do this is always a good one think of a project and use the four d's can i drop it delay it delegate it if not i've got to do it next Think about your priorities. List them in your mind and on a piece of paper. Think of today. What is your A goal? What would help you focus on this goal? And do you have a plan? Next, how are you managing interruptions? Do you have business hours? Do you have boundaries between business and home? Answer these issues, focus on what you want, and your time will be managed more successfully. Hi, Jennifer. Good to have you back. Now, we've been talking about time management, and I know that in the business coaching classes you attend, time management is a big issue. So I'd like to ask you, of all the information we've been talking about, what has really helped you in your life, and your business?
1: Well, the information about pre-max theory really got me thinking about my procrastination and why I procrastinate, doing the dishes instead of focusing on my business, doing the things that I want to do in the moment instead of doing the things that I really need to do, my calls and, and focusing on my business. And what's really helped me is Scheduling my time, doing 20 minutes of work and then rewarding myself with 10 minutes of, you know, dishes or drinking, reading the paper, whatever it may be. Were dishes really a reward? (laughs) Not really, No, no. Usually not. That's right. So that's really helped you and helped you stay on task. And just thinking about it, you know, why am I choosing to do these other tasks, making the bed instead of really building my business? Yeah. And that has really just sort of sh- shed the light on my procrastination. Good,
0: good. So you've kind of gotten that handled, huh?
1: Yeah, so far, it's it's definitely working out. Great, great. What else? I mean, I know you heard
0: a lot of the other theories. and Were there any other of um, this information that really made sense to you in
1: your it, life? Yes, was getting things down, the ABC thing. And... The A's, de- always do the A's first, not the C's, which is sometimes the easier task. But doing the A's, and then I feel so much better. And right. then the B's and the C's aren't so hard, and they're easier.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you found, like, doing the 80-20 rule. Definitely. 80% of the value comes from 20% of the task.
1: Yes, I've, I've definitely been been seeing that. Yeah.
0: Well, good, and congratulations, and good luck on your business.
1: Thank you so much.